We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded and this area's original name was Nam. We pay respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Damn! We're in a tight spot! Welcome to Music Town. May I service you? Great Scott! It will never be enough! I only want to hear you, you ding dong! Oh, as if! Dignity. Always dignity. You're listening to You Watched What? I'm Kate. And I'm Amy. This week we watched the 1990 sci-fi thriller Total Recall. How are you, Amy? I'm very well, thanks, Kate. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I don't know, you sounded like you were kidding. Yeah, well, am I ever really 100%? No, but that's my life. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to roll into that or do you want to watch talk about what you've been watching? Well, okay, no, let, let's talk about what's wrong with me first. Let's get that <laughs> out of the way. What's wrong with Amy? What's wrong with Amy? What's wrong with Amy this week? What's wrong with Amy? What's wrong with Amy? What's wrong with Amy this week? Ah, yes, uh, nothing. Look, I don't really have that much to report at the moment, other than um. So I, I've probably spoken about my back problem before. Surely, Kate's nodding, but so. she know she already knows about it. But yeah, I um, I like pulled muscles in my ribs really early on in the year, mm. and then I've had neuropathical pain since then on and off shooting around and I've been pretty good lately but in the last couple of days I've been having a little bit of pain so that's been crap but other than that just the huge sinus still snorting um when I laugh um yeah nothing new oh something new that's not wrong with me something that's right with me I got to get (gasps) my first vaccination done last week I'm half Congratulations. Vaxxed. So that's exciting. I made some friends at the doctor's while we were sitting there. Of course, I had to wait 30 minutes because I have a um, severe kiwi allergy. Not that there's any kiwi in the vaccine, but because I have anaphylaxis, I had to, of course I do, uh, um, I had to wait 30 minutes. So I had plenty of time to make friends with um, like-minded people out there doing what they can for say goodbye to the pandemic hopefully getting that jab fantastic yeah what's wrong with you kate (laughs) i'm fine i'm good well that's great i'm good because we're still heavy in lockdown so i thought instead of updating you on what i've well i'll do a quick update on what i've been watching i've watched aliens Another movie that I hadn't seen and everyone who dragged me about not having seen Alien is correct and I did cop it from quite a number of my friends entirely fairly, by Mm. the way. Watched Aliens. It's also amazing and I loved it. But I don't want to talk too much about what I've been watching because I need to give you an update on what our parents have been watching and how they felt about it, Amy. Oh, I got a text message last night about something. So I wonder if it's the same thing. 
It's Jungle Cruise. Oh, no. Okay. I got I got a text message about Hamilton last night, so All right. Well we'll talk about that <laughs> next. Um because we recently uh our my our parents, my my parents. Um, also my parents. Also got our a new Apple TV. Parents. <laughs> got a new Apple TV and I've put them on my Disney Plus and so they are enjoying the bounties that are available to them yeah, now. Yeah, it's so exciting. Look, it is so exciting when you get a new streaming service. It like oh, yeah. instantly becomes your favorite for like yeah, a couple of months, doesn't it? Oh, totally. Well, it's it's all of the new content that you haven't been able to get anywhere else. So they watch Jungle Cruise because we have it on Disney Plus. Amy, they yeah. didn't like it. Oh. <gasps> Really? They they thought it was a bit crap. They they love the rock. They what? felt it wasn't anywhere nearly as good as his Jumanji's. Oh. It was very on par with the Jumanji's. What are they talking no, about? No, they thought it was much worse than the Jumanji's. That it was it was boring and was too long. It, it is I long. agree. I agree long. that it's too long and I had a discussion with dad about my, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but how I felt that uh, Paul Giamatti's character should have been the main villain and we agreed that, yes, actually you could have made a tighter film and that would have been more satisfying. Oh, yeah, definitely. They didn't need to have the German villain. No, not at all. But anyway, I, I, I've been holding on to this secret. But, yeah, I needed to tell you that our our parents didn't enjoy Jungle Cruise as much as you. I'm really sorry. Last weekend, my middle child, who is the carbon copy of me, felt a bit sad Mm -hmm. and I caught her watching Jungle Cruise to cheer herself up. So (laughs) we're definitely on the – yeah, I don't understand that at all. I don't understand that at all. And I'll have words with our mother who usually loves that kind of stuff. I watched Jumanji, The Rock – for the second time with our parents, the people who actually got me to watch it are my friends Matt and Sue. Who got who you to watch Jungle to see Cruise. Jungle Cruise. What did they think of Jungle Cruise? No, they really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think they felt so about the same as me. Wrong with our parents then. Well, it's, look, it's not <laughs> great. And, and listening back to our recording, I fi- find it very easy to drag. But I enjoyed it. I was yeah, really well, willing not, to I'm just not saying it's a perfect suspend disbelief. Movie. Oh, no. It's just entertaining. Yeah. Like, it's just fun. Like, don't, I am not mad that I watched it twice. It. No, I'm not mad that I watched it twice. I'm quite happy with that. Like, it's no The Mummy, but it's not bad. I've recommended to at least three people in the last week who have asked for or have been mentioning that they're feeling down and they need some comfort viewing. At least three times I've said, watch The Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's truly Yeah, we watched The Mummy again after we record. Like, I think it was after we recorded Jungle Cruise. And Me that too. was like just after we um, were thrown back into lockdown. So yeah. um, we watched The Mummy to make ourselves feel better that evening. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I would go back and have a rewatch within a week of, of that and I did. And it was great. I love that movie very much. Mm. Go back and listen to our Mummy episode. Mm. It's it's a good episode. It's really good. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. So I got a mess. They watched Hamilton last night. Our parents watched Hamilton last oh, cool. night. Um, and I got a message prior saying, we're having a night at the theatre. We're watching Hamilton. Let the girls mm-hmm. know because my children are obsessed. Um, yes. I was concerned. I thought that I was going to get a message saying, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I have been worried because 
Um, something our family has done several times together uh, when it's been possible, uh, back when they had Foxtel, usually the Tonys fall on Victoria's Queen's birthday weekend. And so we're often all together because our mother's birthday often also falls around that weekend. And so several years in a row we watched the Tonys. And mum did not care for... Hamilton when they performed the sort of Yorktown section. Yeah. Well, she's changed her tune. She loved it. And I said, well, you can have a chat to um, Isla, my eldest, about it. And um, she said, oh, we can have a good old rap together. And then so I suggested that Isla teach her the guns and ships rap. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Good. Look. I'm gl- I'm really glad that they enjoyed it because it is a re- it's a really good musical. Mm. I really do want to get to see it when things open up and it's safe. I'm I've been hanging to go to the theatre. F- I mean, I, I didn't get to see any ballet. We- neither of us got to see any ballet this year. It's all been cancelled, and I had a few booked, and oh, I got so close. And I had I had a few theatre tickets booked for this yeah. year, and I've just had confirmation that yeah, the last of those that I was going to see is definitely off. Oh, it's, it's sad. The, and we've got Frozen yeah. happening down here at the moment and my youngest was dying. I was going to take her to see Frozen and we've got to organise our Hamilton tickets. And you're kind of in a bit of a state of like, whoa, do do you just organise it knowing that you will eventually get to, yeah. like they will reschedule? Um, we will get there and it could take a while. I mean, because it breaks my heart for the people who work in the mm. arts. This yeah. is horrible. But, yeah, my attitude this year was book things and maybe they won't happen and it's worth trying. Mm. And I was still a little sadder than I thought I would be when things did start to get cancelled because I had really hoped at least some of the things I'd booked would, that I would get to see some of the ballets or some of the theatre shows or see, you know, some of Miff in the cinema and... It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened, but you've got to hope. I'll, um, I'm going to stick to Disney Plus for a, a little bit and just want to talk to you about Cruella. Oh, Cruella yes. It's, so it's, it's released now and we can watch it. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I've been so busy that I have uh, basically I've been watching a bit of Superstore and I've been keeping up with Ted Lasso yep. and Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been they've been dropping two episodes a week on SBS and yes. that's all I've been able to keep up with. Okay. Well, when you get a chance, definitely watch it. It's fantastic. Oh, it's cool. So, it's so good. I know I say so good about everything, but it really is. It's really good. Um, the costumes are amazing. Like a little bit. Cruella E today. Yeah, it's a different take on the story. It's really, really worth watching. So we mm. watched that last weekend and that was really fabulous. We all loved it. Um, another one on Disney Plus that's just started and they dropped three episodes to start with and now it's just once a week. It's only murders in the building. So it's oh. Marty Short, who was always my favourite when I was a little girl. Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. And basically the premise is that they all live together in the same kind of really nice apartment building in New York. Like Sting lives in the building and it's a it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice, really nice building. building. Um and there's a murder one night and these guys are avid 
podcast murder mystery listeners and they happen to bump into each other and realise they all are trying to listen to the same podcast before this happened. They find out a murder and they decide, well, let's make our own podcast about this unfolding murder that's happened murder in mystery. our building. Um, mm. It's really, it's really good. It's really funny. Um, once again, costuming and set design, it's up there with movie standard. Like it's mm. amazing. The, the Love design. Love production values. Yeah, the and I've heard that Selena Gomez's so character has a lot of great knits. Oh my God. And coats. Like. Oh, nice. I love a coat. Really. She is a very well-dressed woman in this this show so nice I've been watching that and that's it's a good one I kind of I usually don't like it when I can't just binge the whole thing and I was a little bit I was a bit confused because I got to episode three and I'm like they're not going to be able to wrap this up in this episode and there's no other episodes and online it's only saying there's three episodes and then boom an extra one dropped and I was like okay so I have to we're in for the long haul but that's kind of good because it makes me not google what's actually going to happen and i have to mm. i have to watch the show and not ruin it for myself by googling i quite like going back to the i guess old way of an episode comes out each week that's what's happening yeah. with ted lasso and it's meant you know you get a you get a little bit that little bit of time to sit with the episode and, yeah you know it one, isn't all just rushing through. One that I did rush through and binge everything on, and it's one that I've it's been on my list for well over a year when it first came out, was the new Perry Mason <gasps> series on Ooh, is, binge. Is that good? Because yeah, Reese is great. It was good. Um, wasn't probably as great as I had mm. built it up in my head to be, but it was really, yeah, it was really entertaining and lots of great people in it. Like yeah. quite star studded. So yeah. So that's another really good one that was worth worth watching as well, Kate. See, I've just I really need a holiday from work just to catch up on TV. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like I'm not even going anywhere. I'm at home all the time and yet I'm still not caught up on all the TV yeah. I watch. I need to take I need to take a week or two of leave. And just binge through mm. everything that I've been – that's sitting on the list. Well, I've been making sure, especially this last week, I was making sure I was watching something at night because my whole day is homeschooling children mm. So, and trying to do some sewing for my work on the side at the same time while I'm – like I'm – the, where I'm recording yeah. now, it's doubling as my little sewing nook at the moment. And so I'm sewing and then I've got a kid on the floor next to me <laughs> trying <laughs> to do learn how to skip count and stuff. So, yeah, it's been interesting. So I've been making sure that I was watching something at night to kind of give myself Wind down. time away from everybody in my house yeah. that's always here. <laughs> Mm. On top of me, trying to talk me to me. Me time is important. Me time is really important. Now, you know what I want to watch after talking about that? The Three Amigos. Oh. I, I don't think I've ever years. seen it. <gasps> well, I will find out if it's on a streaming service. And oh, it is. I've seen it Maybe pop we'll... up. Oh, cool. I've seen it pop up on something. <laughs> <laughs> You blew my cover! 
All right. Let us talk about maybe my favourite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Okay. Total Recall from 1990, directed by uh, Dutch, I'm going to go Dutch auteur, Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven is a really interesting director. He did a lot of Dutch language movies and worked in Europe for quite a long time. And then through the 90s, he had this like intense Hollywood career. So I sort of wrote down in order. So he did um, Robocop. Oh, okay. Was that Arnie? Recall. Was Robocop no. Arnie? Who's Robocop? This is an excellent question. I always just assumed do, do, it was do. Arnie. It's not. Oh, I should have had Paul Verhoeven's IMDb open already. Rookie. Peter Weller. Who I can't remember from anything. I wonder if Although he's Ronnie related Co- to um, the Hair Wellers. I wonder. <laughs> he's, Probably not. <laughs> this, okay, this is his biggest movie. But also he was in Naked Lunch by David Lynch and Robocop 2. So Paul Verhoeven does Robocop, then yep. Total Recall with Arn, then Basic Instinct, so teaming oh, up with Sharon Stone yes. again. Huge hit. Then Showgirls. Oh, flop. He apparently is the first director who showed up at the Razzies to accept his Razzie oh, for worst film him. for Showgirls. <laughs> yeah. And then Starship Troopers, which is an underrated classic. Yeah. And then pretty much after that, he's mostly gone um, back to working in Europe and working in like not English language movies. Okay. So this is at the peak of his Hollywood moment. Mm-hmm. We have um, – there are a lot of science fiction movies that are based on Philip K. Dick stories, and this is another. So this is adapted from the story called We Can Remember It For You Wholesale, which I haven't read, but which stars uh, – which – Features a character called Douglas Quayle, which they've updated to Quaid in this because I guess it's really hard to picture the quail, a small, fragile bird who everyone underestimates, and then think, yeah, I'm going to cast Arnie as someone who we're literally calling like a quail. Uh, I just found, I just wanted him his name to be Dennis the whole time, though. That's all I could. My brain went on to a one-track mind of like, he needs... Why did they call him Dennis? I mean, there's a good reason why they didn't, Amy, but your brain well, I know, was I just know like... the reason why they didn't, but my brain was just like I couldn't compute that his but name Dennis. was Douglas, Doug Quaid. <laughs> when there's a Dennis quite like my brain just yeah. couldn't compute it. Yep. No, that's fair. So they should have kept his good. name Quail then and then I wouldn't have had this stress thing happening in my head every time they said his name and then found it hard to concentrate on what was actually happening in the movie because my brain was going, oh, it would have been better if his name was Dennis. <laughs> ADHD is great though, isn't it? It's so good. So we have the credits and we have Arn and a lady in these, and they're on Mars. Some spaceman these, love. They're in these like cool spacesuits and then they're like holding hands and like kind of doing like a face stroke of the helmet. <laughs> yeah, to, spaceman love. I know what's happening. I said red, spaceman love. That was my actual <laughs> note about this scene. And that's all they're trying to do is like, oh, no, well, they can't touch each other because space, but 
uh, I guess we have to let people know that they like really like each other. Hey, it and works. can I say really that good. at this point, I realised that I actually had no clue what this movie was about. Like I knew that I oh. didn't know what the movie was going to be about, but I was quite startled that they were in space. And then my husband's like, yeah, they're on Mars. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, I really am not going to know what is going on in this movie. No, but that thrills me because how often do you get to come into movies that cold and be like, yeah. I have no idea. True. Like literally, oh, we're in Mars? Sure, whatevs. It's, no, that's awesome. I have always really loved the noises that Arnie makes when he's acting, when he's not vocal. Like, you know, he's he's weird vocalisations that aren't speaking. And so we mm. get a whole bunch of those before he even gives us a line of dialogue. We just get a lot of, <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Arn noises. The Arnie noises, yeah. And then he's like, his spacesuit smashes and his eyes bug out and his tongue swells up and his like head. And so I noticed rewatching that it start at the start, it says it's MA for strong violence. And I was like, oh, fair. Oh, shit, they don't really hold back, do they? And no. so then he wakes, wakes up and we're like, oh, it's a dream. It was a dream. He's actually in yes. bed with his sexy blonde wife. Who I thought was his girlfriend, and this is this is when I was like, "Is that?" Sharon? I couldn't tell if it was Sharon Stone or not for a little while. I was a little bit like, "Is it her?" Because she was well, look, Sharon Stone's beautiful, but she looked mm. extra young and beautiful in this movie more than yeah. I've ever seen her before. She was stunning. Yeah, she's so young in this because it is just mm. before. Um, See, but even like Basic, Basic Instinct, Instinct wasn't that because then I looked at the date. It's 1990, so Basic Instinct wouldn't have been too far from that. But I feel like she looked so much no. more mature in Basic Instinct, where this she's looked mm. really young. And I wonder how much of that is both um, the way the character is, is costumed, but also just her performance because – Something she does really, really well mm. in this movie is she flips from that kind of innocent, sweet, supportive, quite submissive wife to immediately then being kind of a hard ass and she's able to really flip. Um, yeah. And, that was surprising And it makes her perfect in this role. Look, there were yeah. so many twists and turns in this movie that took me by surprise. Okay, so at and first confused we've... the hell out of me, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> So our first twist was that we were on Mars and then our second twist is, mm. it's like that was a dream sequence, we're not on Mars. Yeah. And then our third twist is, that's Sharon Stone, yeah. <laughs> um, who is who is so good in this. We get loads of exposition right up front. So Doug Quaid is making breakfast. We see all of this like news about violence on Mars and terrorists and freedom fighters and Kuatu and mutants and it's yeah. all like – and so, quick, what guys, year are we going to come up later? What year are we set in? Because I think I looked it up and it was like 2084 or something that it's set in. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, that sounds right. I didn't look it up and so I was just like, and eh, it's just the future. Yeah, it's, it's the just new future. so typically an eight because it's 90, but let's, it's 80s. It's 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a real typical 80s take on what the future's going to be. Like, yeah, yeah. And the future that they've got set up, we're, we're like in some respects far surpassed that now in 2020. 
Like there was no handheld anything. Everything's still like they had like FaceTime stuff happening. Yeah, but, but it's they're connected huge, to your clunky. wall and so and everyone's huge. still got a landline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, self-driving cars, but with the, the Johnny <laughs> like, Cab robot yeah, dude, like from the seventies, like a, like yeah. a amusement I, ride kind of creepy looking thing from the seventies. Very much so. And everyone is dressed kind of normal, and I did I did notice that yeah, I was normal thinking for about the eighties. Like they didn't even yeah. try to costume it any different from the eighties at all. But thinking thinking about it, I was looking at the costuming and going, so much of that is back in fashion now because yeah. that early nineties, like late eighties, early nineties aesthetic is really hot now. Mm. And so that actually was like, you know, that kind of worked. At but I also points that would look dated, but right now it looks really good. The color palette. Yeah, the colour palette for the whole movie, though, was very bland and beige. Yeah. I I needed a little bit more colour and zest for the 90s, I think. No, that's fair. Um, Sharon Stone delivers a little bit of that in some of her costumes. There's a few costuming moments. That's the only costume. that. Oh, Look, when you get into the club later on, there's a bit more colour happening there yeah true but in, in general but in general it's it was it's really kind of beige mm. and concrete yeah. yeah that kind of brutalist look which was kind of what people I think in the 80s thought the future was going to look yeah, like I think a lot so. more and that's what I mean concrete. when I say like it was a real typical take of what people thought the like it's a real snapshot in time of in the 80s this is what we thought the future would look like we thought we'd have a whole wall that would be our tv and um, well back to the future 2 told us that yeah it was very much the 80s view yeah, yeah. cars i, was, I still found TV. that the cars were still very 80s looking too in that they were really clunky mm. and square where yeah. we haven't actually gone down that path maybe by 2084 it might go back to a bit more clunky. None of us will be here to see it, though. We'll be too old, Kate. The idea of retrofuturism as that when you look back at the past and how they imagined the future is always really great in science Mm. fiction movies. Like how different the 50s and 60s future looks from the 80s. The 80s and 90s future is like a dystopian shit show, which is, you know, I found even because when was Gattaca made? Because that was the movie that I was thinking about when I was watching this because that's set in the future and good but I even found that their future kind of seemed a little bit more realistic than the total recall future 97 I was right 97 you were right yeah yeah the 70s and 80s the idea of what the future is going to look like became grubbier and darker it became Mm. much more dystopian Mm. Yeah, so anyway, he wakes up from his dream. We get to have a little bit of a sneak peek at Arnie's bum, which is a bit exciting. Um, it's a good bum. <laughs> yeah, of course. Hello, it's Arnie. You'd, you'd think he it would out. be a good bum. Um, he was 43 at this point was too. He? Wow, Keep, good on him. Keeping it tight, Keeping it Arnie. tight. Ooh. How old was Sharon Stone in this? Because she looks about 21. Ooh. 32, 33, like 32. Wow. When this came out. So she looks younger than that. She does look younger than 32. Yeah. Yeah. 
also keeping it tight. Good on them in the 90s and the 80s. Well done. Was the time of jazzercise. <laughs> yeah. So we, we established pretty quick that he's had this dream about this brunette. She acts all jealous and they have a little bit of a romp in the morning. And then when they get up, he's like super keen to talk about moving to Mars. And she mm. shuts that shit right down, which in my mind, I was like, yeah. If my husband started saying, we're moving to Mars, I'd be like, no, we're not. So we get like a news report, which is like, oh, there was some like minimal violence used yeah, to shut down this insurrection. terrorist attacks going on in Mars. And meanwhile, like the video that they're showing us is just like a lot of people like straight up just being shot and killed on the news. <laughs> like they're showing military action, killing people on the news. And they're like, oh, just, you know, minimal violence to shut this down. I'm like, that's not minimal guys no. and immediately after he watches this thing about insurrection on the mars he's like let's, let's move to mars, mars honey and she's like no so at this yeah. point you do think no 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 i totally agree with um laurie sharon stone i don't i wouldn't want to yeah. move to mars I, I was all for laurie yeah i was like yeah fair yeah. enough she seems sensible yeah why does he so want to move to mars scene we we jump to i know it's crazy so the next scene we jump to, um, well, in my notes anyway. Train um, station? Is him at work. And this is where my oh, husband Oh, well, he gets the train to work. And the situation because they're using jack, yeah, they're using jackhammers to break up rock. And Sean's just like, we don't do that shit now. Like, we probably wouldn't have done that shit back then. Like, what's going on? Why are they yeah. using jackhammers? <laughs> we have better machinery. The trains yeah. I liked because it reminded me of, of catching the train in Japan in that they do have TVs with ads on them in Japan. Yes. And we see a, you know, a plot important ad while Arn is on the way to work and then he goes to his important job jackhammering shit <laughs> and pauses his jackhammering shit to yell at his friend Harry, hey, should I get the memory of a holiday implanted into my brain? And his mate is like... No, that's like they can like give you brain damage, and again yeah. we're thinking they well, can give you it. Like I know someone dog. that had a lobotomy. Like they accidentally gave him a lobotomy, and yeah, yeah. I I heard the lobotomy part, but I I think I missed the whole um, that they were going to put a memory in him, and so I mm. was very very confused when he went to this place because I thought oh he's gone to a travel agent he's just gonna he's just booking a trip to Mars and then my husband had to, to pause it and uh explain, explain to me what was happening <laughs> oh look in my defense we had had a couple of visits from children who should have been asleep so there was a right. little bit of pausing happening no that's fair but that's yeah fair. he had to I, I I missed the part that the whole total recall was yeah. Or is that, no, it's not called total recall. What's it called? Remem it's called recall. Oh, recall. The whole it's recall, recall with a K. Recall with a K. Yeah. Um, very Kardashian of them. Um, <laughs> they yeah. So he had to. I, I was mm. a little confused about what was going on. Yes. I was like, "What do you mean that? So he's not going to go?" And then so, but I caught up. I did catch up. Yeah. Can I say the recall receptionist's outfit is amazing? Yes. And I hello, wish we had that nail tech. That's exactly what I said. I cannot wait for the future if it means that I can just go beep, 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 
beep and change my nails. That's my kind of um, future technology, guys. Yes, her whole outfit, the dress, the earrings, the amazing nail tech. I love her. Yeah. She's in it for like five minutes. She's amazing. She's great. Her, yeah, she was she was standout. Her hair, she's gorgeous. She's in the running so, for cosplay of the day. Quite possibly. <laughs> so Doug keeps like saying like, I'd like to move to Mars. And, and Sharon Stone is like, let's have a, a holiday where we go on a cruise to Saturn. And then they go. To, he goes to recall and that guy is like, no, maybe you just want like a cruise holiday implanted, not Mars. Mars sucks. And his workmate is like, no, that's terrible. Doug takes nobody's advice, which no. is very important for the plot, but he must be an in- intensely frustrating person to live with. Yes. <laughs> because he just doesn't listen to anybody and he's obsessed with Mars. I love how he's talking to the recall guy and he's like, well, what about the lobotomy? And that guy's like, Ha-ha, that doesn't happen anymore. And I'm like... <laughs> Anymore. But it, but it did happen, dude. Yeah. It did happen. Anymore. Holy shit, this is bad. Uh, he throws in a line, though, uh, that is relevant for later about, you know, you go, it, like, we implant the perfect holiday. There's no crooked taxi drivers or anything like that. Some nice. Um, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, that, and that, then, that caught me by surprise too. I had no idea what was going on in this movie. Every tw- twist, every turn got me. Like there was no – this movie, there was none of like, oh, you can see that coming for me. None, none, none whatsoever. Every twist got me. Love it. So – and then immediately it's like, oh, okay, so basically we're going to do this. We're going to do this now. And I'm thinking – I know. There, there was no business. Like he's just after work. Like – Okay. Like he's just wandered in off the street, and and I'm like, I don't think they may, I don't think they're doing very well. I oh, know. Well, easy to get an appointment, isn't it? <laughs> Extremely easy to get. It's like, oh, just like wander in, and we'll just like do it. So I'm, I don't know how they can afford to be advertising on TV, but then I'm like, nah, oh, they're advertising on the trains though. They probably can't really afford to be advertising on TV. Mm, yeah. Anyway. So they drug him. I also want to note that the lady scientist's glasses were awesome. They were kind of these uh, squarish green frames mm, that I really liked and I would like to own. Um, so yeah. they so they start shoot him up with him some about, They start talking to him about ego travel, where he gets. To, is it that? Is it at that point that they're like, oh, yeah? Well, why don't you upgrade to? They upsell him. To doing yeah. like an, you get to have a different identity on your, on your trip. Yeah. Why don't you pretend to be someone else? Because the problem with holidays is whenever you go on holidays, you're there. Which personally is something I enjoy about <laughs> yeah, my holidays. I, like I being love being there on my on holidays. Them. I'm cool that's, with that's, myself as a person. Yeah, that's a plus. sort of the point. Um, but they're like, no, Doug, you're boring and shit. And he's like, I am boring and shit. And at this point, it's like, I know something's going on because. You would never cast Arnie as someone who's just, like, boring and shit. The, earlier in the movie when he's like, Doug's like, you know, I feel like I was meant to be somebody. I was like, well, of course you are. Look at you. You're Arnold <laughs> fucking Schwarzenegger. We know that you're meant to be somebody. Otherwise, what the fuck movie are we watching where you're, like, a construction worker? Jackhammering like rock in, in 2084. <laughs> I mean, it explains your amazing gun show, but... I love so, that yeah, they the ego trip. Yeah, so she like sedates him and then starts asking him questions. <laughs> That's just a bad plan. Like in any scenario, 
Like, don't sedate someone and then ask them the questions. No, I think it's a great plan because you're so much more likely to get honest answers when someone's like just that little bit Dose. off. Yeah, because it's immediate. She's like, okay, look, we'll like, here you go, ready for dream time. And I thought he was going to get knocked out, but no, he's just sedated. And then she's all like, what's your sexual preference? This will go better if you tell us the truth. Hetero. And- like, it's so 80s. <laughs> His answer is, I'm a hetero. <laughs> Uh, of course you are, Arnie. Of course, like, of course. and I no, love that. No his one thought of, anything. His else. choice of woman is brunette, athletic, and sleazy. <laughs> yes, but I mean, look, he was honest, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so gross. Like this movie is. <sighs> then he has now. I couldn't spell this, so he's he's drifting off to sleep, and I tried to pause, and I there was a kerfuffle going on so this is the word that my just dyslexic brain <laughs> has written down for what happens next salzadrud embolism <laughs> he has a he, he has a <laughs> please say that again salzadrud embolism i write embolism he- like so i can read it but it's a salzadrud odd salzadrud <laughs> what was it you- kate <laughs> Schizoid. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Oh, no, okay. That's not an E and L. That's a CH. Schizoid. Yes, yes. I can't read Yay. my own writing. I know I that feel. the CH um, was an EL, so there you go. No. <laughs> See, there you go. So he has what is described as a schizoid embolism. Actually, that scene is great where we see the salesman um, doing his pitch to another lady who's like, but I want souvenirs. Mm, pouty. <laughs> like the worst performance in the movie. <laughs> and and we can see his, uh, his like Zoom phone where the, the head scientist lady desk. <laughs> is like screaming and being like, and then the receptionist is like banging on the window and it's like oh oh, yeah this is great and so they run in he runs in and is like very sexist and terrible immediately about you stupid bitch like obviously (laughs) it's the implant that's right okay can we just cut to that the swearing in this movie is so classic like when he's in the meeting about like buying this dream sequence thing yeah he goes you better not be bullshitting me. Like, it's just, the swearing is so, like, it's low, but it's a little bit startling. Like, bullshit gets said quite a lot. And, bullshit like, gets said a lot. stupid bitch. Like, it's just no, the, Like, yeah, he classic. calls her a stupid bitch. I don't know. They say the F word at least ten times. Like, the swear, Hollywood doesn't swear like this anymore. No. It's fucking this and fucking that. It was, like. I mean, I loved it. But it's just um, even better because it's coming out of Arnie's mouth. So it just yeah. sounds a little bit different. It's got a little bit of when spice he says, on it. Yeah, when he says, when he says bullshit, me, is just, it's just, was, just made me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. But, yeah, so the boss comes in and he's like, well, obviously this is the ego trip, Mars trip. And she's like, well, it can't be. And he's like, why? And she's like, we haven't started, imp- you know. We imp- haven't implanted it yet. Yep. And then she turns around and like slaps the 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 junior scientist. <laughs> that whole scene is It's bonkers. Oh, oh, it's so good. It's bonkers. I loved it. Yeah, so Doug so, like yeah. loses it. Like he's like Oh yeah, and she slaps she has to like Ernie. the tranquilite the the, tr- the the gun she uses for a tranquilizer looks like some kind of instrument from the thirties. 
from the it, 1930s. It really does, though. It looks like, like a ray gun. <laughs> so they're all like, oh, no, that's right. Yeah. So they're all like freaking out and the junior guy is like, oh, clearly like the agency have done this. And, and so she slaps him one. Oh, it's that's so right. good. Yeah. And then they're like, shit, we, we just like erased any record that he's been here. We, we just dump him in a cab. Mm. And so he just like comes to in a cab and he's like, I don't know where I've been or what I've been doing. I guess I'm drunk. And uh, goes to the train. And the Johnny, got- the, yeah. Oh, and then, but then he's his mate from... His jackhammering, I nearly called it the jackhammering school. <laughs> His Harry work. from jackhammer school. <laughs> His work, that's because it's so unbelievable that your job's a jackhammerer. Like it's just yeah. in like a pit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so his mate <laughs> is like there to kind of like just at the train him. station. Yeah. And he just like kills five people at the train yeah. station and just gets tomato sauce everywhere. How red is the blood? <laughs> so red like and orange, and and, is so and thick violent. like paint. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is the most unrealistic blood I've ever seen in a movie. It's so unrealistic, but I mean, but it looks great. It's so dramatic. It's so violent. Like the the foley in that fight scene where Harry is all like, "You went to recall," and and Doug's like, "Did I?" Like he just doesn't remember, and then immediately like pulls a gun on him, and and then Doug just like fights them all off, and he's having that kind of uh, Jason Bourne moment of oh shit, I'm really good at fighting. I guess mm. there's something I didn't know about myself. All of the folly for the fights is so crunchy, mm. like you can hear the celery being snapped when yeah. someone gets like punched or their arm gets yanked. It's it's visceral. Yeah. So we, we find out pretty quickly that Doug has actually really been to Mars. He goes back home and this is when he goes back home and this is my cosplay choice of choice. I knew it would be. Yeah, of course. It's Sharon Stone in like a hot pink tube top and a unitard kind of overall situation happening and she's practising her tennis. I was just like, yeah, yes, Yeah, so her queen. midriff is expl- yes. it's a great look. That's where I was at the point thinking – yeah, if I'd watched this movie 10 years ago, I would have been shaking my head at how dated everything looks. But now that mm. looks amazing again. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So Doug comes home and Sharon Stone is practising her tennis and he's like running around like closing the blinds and turning the lights off and freaking out. And she's like, and she's like, what is going on? And he's like, oh, I've been, I killed these secret agents and they came after me and she's like, what is going on? He's like, I've been to Mars. And she's like, oh, no, you haven't. You've been oh, to delusional. recall, you fucking idiot. You're, you're um, and then and then he's like, but look at all the blood on my hands. <laughs> he calls and I'm up like, his hands How? and he goes, it's my favourite line. You call this delusion? <laughs> like he shows the blood. <laughs> and I'm just at that, it's a great line, but I'm also thinking, he just touched everything in the apartment. That's what and we said. That's what we said. He's been touching everything, and he's got like full painted hands that are red, and, and there's no no home? red everywhere. Did he get the train know. covered in blood? So, I really enjoyed that the movie gets into the action, like the really yeah. like full on action, really fast. Like there's no slow burn. No one no. wants a slow burn in an Arnie movie. We find so there's a bit of a Mister and Mrs mm. Smith um, fight scene between. Sharon and Arnie, and she 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 holds her own. She's pretty. Oh, she's she does pretty good. And we find out, but she kind of caves. Really, another kind of plot hole was that she just she just gave up information like that. Like she she did. She yeah. just was really like, okay, I'm not going to win this fight. Okay, here's here's everything I know. So we find out that the marriage was an implanted memory, and they haven't been married for like eight years. Like 
he believes. They've only, she's only known him for six weeks. Um, hmm. So she's been planted there by the agency. To keep an eye on him and make sure that the implanted memories hold. Yeah. So I think then the agency guys like bust in. This like he he books it and the agency guys bust in and we have a really good chase scene happening. Yeah. Through the they must live really Where close are to they? The Where are they on Earth? Obviously they America. Never say. Because everything happens yeah, in well, America. The only thing we see in the news is like they're in the north. And so like yeah, I assume America because everyone else has an American accent. So, yeah, the agency guys come. We have Michael Ironsign as Richter as the main guy who um, also has a bit of a pash with Sharon Stone. Mm. And so, like, they're a he, couple in. He's gross looking too. He he plays a lot of villains and he's really good at playing villains. He's really great. And he has this great I thought he had yell. no business kissing Sharon Stone. I don't in the, in the movie, relationship in the movie. Like it's always the, it's always set up. And okay, this maybe is what I find fr- it's always frustrating when you see gangsters and um and the real bad guys in the movies, and they've always like got the really extra hot wives, and they're like disgusting. Yes, the hotness levels of that couple don't match up at all. Do they? No. no. Arn makes a run for it and he runs through the train station and we have this great, such a good chase sequence. We get to see the x-ray machine again, but they've got weapons and he smashes through it and he gets on the train and then Michael Ironside is like on the platform just like screaming in frustration and I think that would be a really good reaction gif. Mm. I might have to make that and use that because that would be really good. There is... This is where I noted that, yeah, again, there is so much swearing in this movie. Like, there, it, it is a level of swearing that they just don't do in Hollywood and anymore. And this, this is the part where they're like, because Sharon Stone's saying to them, oh, um, he doesn't remember anything. Don't worry. He doesn't remember anything. And this is where, what something happened that you particularly love, Kate. I know you particularly love it. Where someone like, calls out the name of the movie. In an hour, he could have total recall. Like... Yeah. Love it. I love That's it. That's when, when it. Sean like hit me on the arm a few times like, a, yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? They said the name of the movie. <laughs> I'm a simple woman and I love that. I hate video calls. Like everyone's making video calls. I'm like, oh, they were right about this part of the future. And mm. I've been talking about it with work friends. We're all worried about when we eventually go back to the office and have to use our faces the whole time mm. instead of turning the camera off. It's going to be really hard. Mm. Like this is, we're all going to turn into David Roses where everything is just red on our faces. We can't control it. (laughs) I had very minimal control before. It's so much worse now that I can turn the camera off. Another, another just general cosplay option would be Arnie's green jacket and his salmon shirt and the wet towel wrapped around (laughs) his head. Yeah. So there's, we find out there's a chip implanted in his head and that's how they're tracking him and they're tracking him on like really clunky, like the techno, I just couldn't get over the technology. It's just hilarious, but they're tracking him on this huge clunky thing and there's a a chip in his brain. Um, And so he, someone random who he gets a Some video guy calls message him. from and says he, he's got to pick up a suitcase and he needs to wrap a wet towel on his head. So he, there's a whole chunk. The next 10 minutes, Arnie's got like a turban, a wet turban on his head. <laughs> it's, it's iconic. Just, it's iconic. Know, whatever. It is iconic. So he yeah, he he checks into this sleazy hotel, gets a call from a random dude. Don't know how he's he's 
no, gets his number, whatever, runs down to collect the suitcase, has to fight an old lady for <laughs> She's also someone that I would probably cosplay as. She was great. Like, she had this really good What jacket. a Karen. What it. a Karen in the future. <laughs> just seeing something on the street and just like, no, it's mine. And so he runs off and I think he might give her the finger or swear at her or something. And then he runs off and he gets a cab and he, he goes and hides. And he's, I just, we get Arnie as Douglas Quaid. Is he's just so innocent. He's so naive. Everything he's feeling is immediately on his face. We get so much incredulous Arn. So he starts to unpack this. Oh no, that's right. He gets dropped off by the cab in yeah, like Johnny an cab. old, the the abandoned concrete factory, which is the most eighties dystopian future thing you could think of. The Johnny cab's like, you owe me this much money. And he's like, fucking sue me or whatever he says. Anyway, he swears at it. And so it immediately tries to run him over. Oh, I and I that. thought. I must have been writing other stuff down. <laughs> I thought, for, for first recent rewatch, I thought, like, do the bad guys, do the agency have control of the car? And then oh. they like try to. No, they don't even know where he, where he is. I think that's built into the Johnny Cabs that if you try to stiff them on a fair, they'll just run you down. What disturbed me is later on, oh, maybe was it in this part where the Johnny Cab gets, like he breaks the Johnny, like he like breaks off the actual Johnny in the Johnny Cab? Yes, it is. It's now, yes. is it? Yeah. What yeah. disturbed me most is that the Johnny Cabs had like visible tongues. Oh my god! That's <laughs> yeah, it was real. Like my note for that section was Johnny Cabs are creepy AF because, yeah, you'll have to watch it again. Like it breaks off and you get a shot from above of its face, and there's like a tongue happening. That's a good moment for TikTok. Um, <laughs> oh god, that's disgusting! I didn't notice that. Thank you. So he goes into the concrete factory and he opens his big huge suitcase. The concrete and- factory it sounds like a factory. <laughs> I think no. I think it was the, a factory oh. that makes concrete. Okay, because that's what they say. It's like oh, we've when later when they track him on their big clunky device, they're like, oh, "He's at the abandoned concrete factory." Oh, okay, for real. It's the eighties, man. It's the eighties, and so he goes through his big suitcase of spy things. That money looks like Monopoly money, which I loved. It's just like it's red for some mm, reason. It's like okay. pink. Oh, yeah, we didn't Doug mention that his, his ego that he picked was to be a spy, a secret agent. We yeah. talked about his choice of woman, but he picked to be a secret agent. Yes, that's right. Okay. So Continue. it's happening. Yeah. I love everything he's thinking is on his face. Like he pulls out some weird like gun-like device and looks at it like, I don't know what that is. And I know he's thinking, I don't know what that is. It's all over his face. The money, he's kind of like, hmm, that is a decent stack of money. What a classic actor Arnie is. Huh? Oh, he's just... You know, he would have been fine in the silent era because <laughs> he could just do it all on his face. You always know what his characters are thinking if you need to know. It's there. He's got this uh, little, like, thing that projects a hologram of you mm. but in, like, mirror form. It's really right. good. Okay. Uh, well, that makes sense why there was a hologram of him that shows up. I didn't know yes. why there was a hologram. <laughs> I don't think you paid any attention in the concrete factory scene. I was probably really still important. going, why is it his? I was probably having a conversation about why his name is it. How good. I, there was a conversation had at some point of like, I wish they'd called him Dennis Quaid. That would have been much funnier. Ha, ha, ha. That, that, so my brain was obviously still there. Yes. 
and missed why he was able to have holograms later on. I just yeah. accepted that that was something that happened. <laughs> no, this this is his big spy kit of guns, money, information and a hologram dude and a video okay. of himself saying, you know, you are not mm. you, you are me. I am Hauser and yes. you have – and they're tracking you and there's this – horrific thing that he has to stick up his nose to get the bug out. Yeah. And what I love about this part most, it's so disgusting. Yeah. It's like a drill and it's disgusting. But what I love is in the video, because we have like Arnie shoving this thing up his nose and we have like a fake Arn head. Oh, there's lots of fake heads in this movie. Yeah. So so many fake heads in this movie. And they're pulling out this huge thing out of his nose. And we cut back to the video of him as Hauser, just kind of like as if he's just like <laughs> paused in making the video and is watching. And he seems like really into it. He's like, mm, I'm enjoying watching you pull this disgusting thing out of your nose. It's so good. And this is where like my favourite line, get your ass to Mars, comes yeah. from. Well, that's so right. it's like Hauser is like, yeah, you're me. And now you have to... Do the spy mission. You so, have to go to Mars so and meet the girl and save the planet. I kind of knew what was going on, like down the track. Yeah. I was really like, so why hasn't, why are you doing an instructional video of how to get the thing out so they can't follow you? Like, why aren't you just taking it out now? Because <laughs> it's not me. in him yet. It's not in him yet. Yeah. But that's, that's where I was at that yeah. point. I was like, it was a bit confusing. Yeah. I was like, mm, why haven't you just taken it out yourself? Like. You know what this video reminds me of the most now? Do you remember when Pauline Hansen made that video about if you're watching this, I have been murdered? Because that's what Hauser did. He clearly clearly made a series of videos that that. are like, and in this scenario, like here is the suitcase and video for if they wipe my memory and stick a bug in my brain, I know how the bugs work, so here you go. But they haven't done it yet, so here's my like fail-safe plan. Okay. Right, so yeah. he knew, okay, that's just me not paying attention. <laughs> okay, I take it all Don't back. worry, we will talk about it again later in the movie. So anyway, um, he's gotten his ass to Mars eventually. Well, there's a big shootout. There's a big oh. shootout that involves him sticking the bug in, I think, what looks like a Mars oh. bar, giving it to a rat. It was totally unnecessary for Michael Ironside to shoot that rat. So many rats, but he didn't need to rat, shoot that the rat. The rat had so much blood, like more so blood, blood than a rat could possibly actually have. I've had pet rats. That is definitely more blood than could fit mm, in a rat. Yeah. That is like as they're not all blood. <laughs> no. It was it's like the rat was a little sack of blood <laughs> that exploded. Okay, I think my cosplay <laughs> choice is we're in um customs and yeah okay. immigration yeah and on he's, mars. he's gotten his ass to mars well we've got we've gotten well. our ass to mars an extremely tall large lady in a mustard muumu and scarf combo has arrived in mars and she hands her passport over and the guy's looking at her and she's just like doing some her well, she starts off everything. really, really normal. Like she, she starts, starts off really, really normal. normal, but like within she's just a like minute, smiling like hi. Within a minute, she turns crazy. Oh no, I love it. It's her, when you think about it as that's a real actor doing this performance. Yeah. Well, for some incredible. of it, incredible. They they, well, they give her it. a fake head quite quickly. <laughs> so she's just smiling like, and they ask you know how long you're staying here, and she's like two, two weeks. weeks. 
And then they ask if they've brought any, like, fruit in, which is, you know, as Victorians, a question we're used to being asked. You can't even bring it across the border. You can't even go across the border. But anyway, did you bring any, you know, fruit in? And she's just, two weeks. And so we're like, oh, no, this isn't this isn't mm. right. And then she starts to just lose control of her head. Mm. It's so good. So Michael Ironsides realises that actually extremely tall Moo Moo Lady is Doug Quaid and they start running over and she just starts doing the most amazing facial like acrobatics and then her head like splits open and she takes it off and under it is another fake Arn head, (laughs) like at least our second fake Arn head of the movie and she takes it off and so, uh, but then we get what I would want to cosplay is Arn in the mustard Mm -hmm. moo moo and scarf combo. It's a beautiful look. And then he throws the fake lady head at the cops and suddenly she's fine again because she's like, get ready for a surprise and it's a bomb. Yes, now, that's right. So there's a bit of a shootout. Now, the dome, if you're going to build a dome on Mars, like make it bulletproof, guys. <laughs> I like, did Google. Why is like, that glass breaking so yes. easily? Yes. That's not that's not good engineering. It's terrible engineering. It's pretty funny. And with this case, this is what my husband's big thing was like. Why aren't there automatic shutters? Like, why do you have to go and press that red button to get the shutters down? Shouldn't then shouldn't it just automatically happen that there's a breach so the shutters come down? Like, yeah, who's designed this dome? Like fools. And no, it's terrible. And design. this is a quote so from my husband. Right. This space facility is junk. <laughs> Whoa. So I think we meet the main villain, Cohagen, here, but it's not – I don't actually really care about that very much. Um, what I love is that Arn follows Oh, they all his, looked the same. All the villains just are. looked the same. They were all just yeah. 80s mediocre-looking white men that looked the same, and I honestly couldn't <coughs> tell them apart. <laughs> if, I, if you showed me pictures of them now, I wouldn't be, be able to tell you what who played what character. No, that's fair. See, the advantage Sharon Stone has is she's memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So Arn goes and checks. He follows House's instructions. He checks into his hotel. He gets... Um, goes to the Hilton. The thing that, yeah, he gets the thing that he's left in the safe. That, watching it again, there's like a lot of product placement in this movie. Oh, and okay. I suspect Hilton oh, yeah. might have played for, paid for that placement because there's like a lot of other product placement. So Arn's left something for himself in the safe and it's just uh, like a Go flyer. Go <laughs> For a sleazy club. And I love that he then borrows a Sharpie and, and, and oh, does the handwriting genius. test to see. <gasps> genius. He wrote it. I wrote it's his handwriting. note to myself. Yeah. Genius. And and so he he decides to go there. He gets a cab um, from one of the actual it's, human yeah, cab drivers. From Benny. Benny. Um, and it is the most well-lit sleazy club I've ever seen. Oh, yes. The Maybe. lighting is great, isn't it? You can see everything. <laughs> Well, not even any sleazy club. Any club. Any club. (laughs) I've never been in a club with that much lighting. Never. Unless it's been the end of the night. It's time to go home. Yeah, it's the end of the night and you're being kicked out. Yes, that's happened. It it looks like it was designed as like a 50s-style diner and is still lit like a 50s-style diner but has become a sleazy, like, Mm. sex work club. Very – a lot. It's it's a lot. It's Mm. weird. I love it. So Arn goes there, 
and Melina is there and she's also in another great outfit and she's really mad at him and he's really naive about the whole situation. There's some... The, the whole, like, me. I'm mad, oh. you left me and I thought you died and I'll slap you and then I'll hug you and kiss you. And he's like, I don't remember you. I don't remember me. Yeah. That's fair. Like, he's he's he doesn't explain it very clearly because he basically just sort of opens with, I don't remember you. And I'm like, that is not a good way to explain what's happened. Like, mm. explain, start with, they wiped my memory. So, and in this scene, we get to see the one thing that I actually recognise from this movie, which is the three-boobed mm. lady. Although I actually yeah. thought that was from Blade Runner. So, Yeah, I forgot about the three-boobed lady until I was re-watching it last month. And Blade Runner, I think, is more like moody and dark, but... Maybe there is a three-boobed lady in that as well. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the three-boobed lady is pretty famous and it's yeah, it's not a bad prosthetic. you got to Well, gotta no, give it but my husband did wonder if it was just the middle boob that was fake or the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because he goes, I think... I think they all might be fake, aren't you reckon? Like, there's no room to just shove a extra no, titty yeah. in between your boobs. So Quaid goes... So he fights with Melina and she's like, basically, I don't trust you. He handled it pretty badly. So mm. his taxi driver drives him back to the Hilton and he goes into his room. Mm. And then this guy shows up and it's the guy who was in the recall ad on the train on oh. the first morning when we see Doug going to work. Okay. He just looked like another middle-aged white man to me. I didn't know if, that we'd seen him before. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he pulls the thing that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio does in Inception, the whole, I am actually not real. I've been implanted into your dream because you're still at recall and you're going yeah. crazy. Like it's broken your mind and I'm here as a symbol to help guide you out. Uh-huh. And he gives and him then, a red pill. He wants him to eat a red pill. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen The Matrix, but that is one thing. I'm just outing myself with all these movies I haven't seen. I haven't seen The Matrix, but you haven't I seen The Matrix. I do know that there are red pills involved in The Matrix. And also, do you know what? There's a new one coming. I do know, and that. I saw the trailer yesterday, and I think I'm in again. So yeah, Sharon Stone shows up again as Doug's wife, saying, "No, I'm here at Recall. I'm real. We're really married." Your mm. brain has been broken by this process. Please come back to me. Take the pill. And it's working. He's almost going to do it. He Like the guy has explained to him why he shouldn't shoot him because that would be bad for Doug's mental health. And Doug is going to take the pill. And then he sees this and we get this great close-up of a bead of sweat running down the guy's oh, head. Yes. And Doug realises he's really nervous. This is real. And so then he shoots him in the head. Yeah, and there's then a, he lot of, a lot again. of point blank shooting in the head happening. Yeah, right in that third eye spot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Doug is a really good shot. Shoots him in the head. Sharon Stone starts to fight him. Literally, the agency um, like soldiers burst in through the wall from the next room and he's running out and he's almost outgunned. But then Melina comes up. Oh, no, that's right. They get him. And they, oh, I think for at least the second, maybe the third time in the movie, Sharon Stone kicks Arn in the balls. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> there's a lot of that gonna, happening. <laughs> yeah. It's some punching Think, oh, and kicking. Punching and kicking. His balls really cop it. No, that's right. And then they're taking him down the um, 
the service elevator. Sharon Stone still has time to call her boyfriend, Michael Ironside, and he does this really gross thing on the video call where she's like, you know, we got him. And then, like, as she's going to hang up, he, like, strokes his hand down the <laughs> screen of the video call. And, and I just, like, I noticed that a lot and I hated it. Yeah. Melina's in the service yeah. elevator and she is in, an, like, what I think is one of the great outfits of the movie. She's got this kind of like army-esque she's jacket. Wet, but she's wearing long. gray leggings, Kate. Can we just she's no, wearing No, they're gray like leggings. olive. No, oh they looked grey on my TV. They looked like a Merle okay, grey I... legging. She had boots on over That's the top of her good. leggings. Mm. I thought it was a good out oh no in okay on no. my TV they looked olive and I wouldn't necessarily think like olive over a different olive is a good move. But the boots <laughs> but anyway this is her rebel chic and it was it was pretty good. And so she's got a machine gun and she machine guns them and they escape and that's pretty great. And Laurie does gets Sharon killed. Stone yeah, in the head. she gets killed yeah. in the mix. With one of the great but also quite sexist lines of she's like, you know, but but we're married because, you know, he's yeah. just still trying that. And he's like, shoots her in the head is like, consider this a divorce. The eighties and nineties, particularly the nineties, was a great time for Arnie having the. Oh, he had all I the do, best one-liners. I do a kill and then I have a, a one-liner, mm-hmm. and that was that was a classic. Michael Ironsides is really really sad when he comes up and finds that Sharon Stone's been shot in the head because it's his girlfriend. Ah, uh, he's not that sad because later on, like, no time has passed, and he's like, "I'm having a party tonight." Like. <gasps> That's right. He he's, does get over it extremely he's quickly. Not that sad. <laughs> so we go back to so oh, so Benny, the taxi driver, is still there. Arnie is like he's. Are there only like three people on the whole of Mars the whole time who need a taxi at any time? And if you catch mm-hmm. one of them, mm-hmm. you just like latch on. Seems mm-hmm. like it. So. Arnie goes to the seedy bar and he arrives there with Melina and they get snuck through a secret door out the back that mm-hmm. one of the, the tunnel guys. And, but they're being chased by uh, Richter, Michael Ironsides. And so he comes in and, and they're all like, oh, no, we don't know what you're talking about, like, you know, covering for them. And he just fully shoots the three-boobed woman in the back. I know. It's pretty So pretty awful. And then he threatens to shoot. Probably the worst named character in the whole movie. He threatens to shoot Thumbelina, who happens to be a little person. And I just yeah, so she's got just think, oh, she's a dwarf. She's got come dwarfism. On, come on, guys. Let's not That's, let's not name her Thumbelina. <laughs> I love her, but that is appalling. This movie is trying, but it is oh, look, pretty ableist. It's, 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 it's quite it's, ableist. Yeah, it's a sign of the times. Yeah, it's trying to show us that, you know, that trying the people to be who, inclusive. It, it's trying to be <laughs> inclusive. The people it calls mutants are on the side of good and they are suffering under Cohagen and they've mutated because of, yeah, shitty quality domes that don't filter out radiation. But it also calls them mutants. Many characters call them freaks and none of the characters who are like have – really physical looking differences or mutations actually really get any characterization and most of them don't even get names. All of you mm. rebels who actually get to have any characterization and really participate in the plot with the exception of one who we haven't met yet really are like aren't visually different from um, yeah. someone who doesn't have a, have a disability or, or a mutation in this. So mm. like it's, it's, 
it's trying, but it's not doing very well. It's mm. pretty ableist. So, yeah. like, literally, they call this woman with dwarfism Thumbelina, but she does stabs like stab oh, someone in the crotch. Badass. And then she jumps up on the bar and they hand her a machine gun and she machine guns a bunch of dudes. So, like, I love her. Yeah, she's She great. is amazing. And so Cohagen reacts by pulling out all of the troops and turning off the air to that whole section of the dome to just, like, kill them mm. slowly with a lack of oxygen. So you're like, if you didn't already know, he is an extremely unredeemable villain. He is the worst. So is he, like, in charge of Mars? Like, is he, like, the president of Mars or, like, the ruler it's of Mars? Like yeah, it's like a colony and he's like the head and it's more like an appointed position where they don't have a real government. Oh, he's and the CEO of Mars. Yeah, kind of. And then the taxi driver, Benny, kind of, because there's a little bit of like, oh, who who are you? Are you, you know, mm. are you with us? And he takes his prosthetic hand off to reveal that he's got this folded in kind of arm, alien looking mutated hand. Kind of cool. It almost looked like... Oh, it was a very good effect. Probably one of the best it was a in, very the, good effect. in the movie. Yeah, it was definitely more real looking than any of the fake heads, which were like not bad, mm. but not amazing. But he does see... This is the point where you kind of start thinking, oh, is he a bit sus? Like he seems a little bit mm. too interested in what's going on and seems to always just kind of be there when things are happening. Yes. Because if he was really... Just a taxi driver who has five kids to feed. He would have gotten out there as soon as the yeah. Like started. I'm not. Surely, I'm, you, know, you wouldn't be following them in. You'd be oh god, no, it out of there. I wouldn't. Yeah. So then we meet like the head of the rebels, Klaatu. I'm glad you know his name. Is that name. his name? I don't know. No, I'm going to double check that because <laughs> I'm not sure if I do know his name. Klaatu might be from something else. It is. That was wrong. Kuato. Kuato. <laughs> Yeah, it's written everywhere, isn't it's it? It's written everywhere. There's like graffiti, Kuato, the I head no of the... Idea, but anyway. No. And so we meet Apparently him. only the rebels have ever seen him before. No one else knows what he looks like. Mm. Because he's actually like under this guy's shirt. And yeah, he's, he's like a, a, mutant. a baby <laughs> popping out of he's, someone's belly. He's in this guy's belly like a second twin now, that so joined on. This, I found this part interesting that, that the choice that they made, instead of just putting on a prosthetic on the actor to mm. have this puppet baby thing, they gave the actor a, like they made a full robot basically because the actor had a fake head. And so when the baby's talking, <laughs> the belly baby's talking, that the the host, the the kind of just falls asleep so it's really strange i don't understand why if they have separate brains they can't both be going i know at the same it was time. so weird i don't know the film is short enough and tight enough that they're like you know what not going to explain it don't need to explain it guys and it's we just what accept it, is. it it is what it is, it is what is. it is so he's psychic something that's been thrown in is oh, that yeah there's a bit of talk about psychics in there isn't there yeah that a lot of the people with mutations are psychic and that it's, it's something that just goes hand in hand that okay. um, you have to be pretty – Get an extra boob. Like visually mutated to be psychic. So it's one of those things where it's like I th feel like they're trying to be nice about um, disabled people and, and they're not really. But, yeah, he's mm. psychic and the, I, the whole plot hinges around – They've wiped Doug's memory and sent him off to pretend to be Doug when he's actually someone else because he knows too much. 
and he'd fallen mm. in with the rebels and he was going to try and save the people of Mars with this information that he has, which yep. you do sort of think, but if he has too much information and the bad guys know that, why didn't they just kill him? Mm. And we do get that explained. So Doug is there and Kwatu reads his mind and learns about this huge underground alien artifact they found that was half a million years old and they're not quite sure what it does but the main bad guy doesn't want to turn it on and mm. it's like a it's a big deal yeah and that's why the mine has been shut so this is like background plot that we have not been explaining because hauser is like the right hand man and intelligence guy for the the main bad guy uh who's turned good because he fell in love with melena gives Kwatu this information but unfortunately then all of the bad guys run in and have caught them and shoot him and we discover that Benny the taxi driver even though he is a mutant is also a bad guy for like no yeah. reason just and like this he's a bad is guy. when I get to say a line I love saying when we we talked about the mummy Benny's a dick yeah <laughs> Benny is a dick Maybe all characters called Benny. We should just like watch out for Maybe that. Maybe all Benny's are always terrible people. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. He's sticking around for a little too long, and he's doing a little too well at not being shot. So he comes in. There's a whole lot of shooting. Mm. It's pretty bad. I, have we had the guy kick over his um, like fish tank at this point? And I was like, I kill your goldfish. <laughs> it's not going to help your problems. You just and when... they were really like focused in. Like he kicks the tank over. Goldfish go over it and we have a big zoom in for a yeah. couple of seconds on these because goldfish all... that are, are gasping for air. And what do we cut to immediately after that? I don't know. All of the people in oh, Venusville. for air. Okay. Oh, okay. I get it. Good choice. Good choice by the director. Well done. <laughs> I was too like, here's Kelly, here's goldfish to notice your, your message. Yes, but it was like, oh, it's just like this. It is quite a lot of shots of the goldfish. Like, I will agree. Like, I see what he's doing there. He does it quite hard. My mind really just stuck with the goldfish. (laughs) (laughs) He maybe should have cut away like a second earlier. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) So they catch Doug and Milena and we get another video from Hauser that was a if you were watching this, I have been murdered See, video. This is why there's so many twists and turns. Oh no, there are so many twists and turns. I under, like I understand your point <laughs> completely. So they've been caught and he's like, you know, you got you're the bad guys, you know, I'm I've changed. I'm not your friend anymore. I'm fighting for the resistance, you know. He, yeah, he double crossed himself. He double crossed himself. We see another video from Hauser saying, like, good work, buddy. Um the whole plan was that we were going to wipe your memory so that we could trick the psychics in the rebellion and you led us straight to Kwatu and we killed him. Like, good work. This was the whole plan all along. It happened faster than it was supposed to. He was supposed to be on Earth for longer and Richter, the Michael Ironside bald guy, wasn't in on the plan, which is why he really tried to chase him down oh. hard. He didn't know. So, that, so all of that, like, plays out really realistically because... They hadn't – he wasn't in on the plan. Well, he should have been let in but on the plan. He nearly shot him so many times. Hauser in the video was like, well, okay, so bye. I need my body back. And they drag him and Melina into the mind memory changing machines and 
aunt is struggling and they're being really sexist about Melena and how she's going to, you know, just be. We're going gonna to fix you, Houses, woman. babe. We're going to fix you. Oh, so well, look, gross. in reality, by 2084, I expect women to be just running all the shit. So, sorry, mm-hmm. dudes. Probably not going to go that way. So, Arnie is just so buff from, I guess – Working out his whole life, but then also the six the, to eight weeks of jackhammering work. Right. Um, that he manages to rip himself out of the huge clamp, and there's like this like incredible bolt, like a good like ten to fifteen centimeters of a bolt that then he just stabs a guy in the throat with. Mm. And this scene is like there has been a lot of very, very intense violence, but this is like one step beyond so he stabs a guy in the throat with like this huge um bolt and he gets out and he rescues melena and they haven't had their memories wiped because he's decided that no actually like doug this guy who is on the side of the resistance is right i don't want to go back to being the bad guy i have actually i am now living out the version of the story that they implanted and i'm this guy now i'm gonna do Mm. the right thing oh this is we had also just when he was strapped into the machine that's when um Richter was like punched him and then was like, I'll see you at the party. And is like, like very not a man grieving for his partner, but yeah. you know, whatever yeah. he's bad and probably will die soon anyway. Yeah. So then they escape and uh, fire axes are used as weapons, which is a, an action movie trope that I always love. I love when someone's like, I need a weapon, fire axe. And then they fire axe someone in the chest. It's always um disgusting. <laughs> Benny shows up again in a machine that looks like the oubliette from the labyrinth. And it's like a, a big truck that is like mining equipment. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a mole a mole driving. It's like a it's like from Incredibles where they call it the, the mole man does. It's like a yes. it's a drilling, a tunnel drilling um mole. I call it a mole. Probably yes. because the mole man yeah. from the Incredibles drives it. But like a mining that works. mole. Yeah. Yeah. So Benny shows up in that and he's like still fighting them. Yeah, still and being a dick. Yeah, but they they I think he also gets killed with some yeah, kind of a Yeah, he kind of like drill. drills, it's he gross. like drills through the side and Benny's like, "What? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, dead." Like it's classic way to die in, the, <laughs> in an 80s movie, isn't it? Like like just being, "What's happening? I'm so confused." Oh, oh. Based on what Kwatu said to him right before he died, uh, Doug has decided that they're going to get into the big mine and they're going to turn on the alien machine. Yes. That, like, it probably isn't going to kill everyone, we hope. Maybe it's going to do something good and that's why the bad guy doesn't want to turn it on. Let's do it. And so this is when we have the great uh, fight scene where Doug and Malena trade off using the hologram and there's mm. a couple of great moments where everyone shoots and he's like, oh, and then he's like, nah, I'm a hologram. Ha, ha, ha. And the real one jumps out from behind a pillar and shoots everyone. Yeah. And then Malena does it. My question there is, so they're all shooting him. Where are the bullets going? Because they're going through him, but they're not <laughs> shooting anyone else. Like, there's people both sides of him. They yes. they technically should just be shooting each other. So, what? Yes. Why aren't they dying? Why aren't they killing themselves? For the magic of movies, an, yeah, movie magic because it's an action movie. I didn't even think of that. That's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't no. make any sense. Doesn't need to. But anyway, that's what Does, that's, doesn't I was need to. Just wondering, like, hmm, they should have cleaned themselves up. <laughs> you think this is the real Quaid? It is. 
So this is when uh, the bad guy, Sharon Stone's ex-husband, <laughs> he's like in an elevator or something and like his oh arms God. get crushed off and that's when Arnie gets to say to him, see you at the party, Richter. <laughs> it's so awful. There are so many nasty deaths, but that is even more so, like his arms get ripped off, mm. and then Ar- and he has his arms and he throws them, and then he does the the one liner, and it's like, yeah. oh, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, gross too. Arnie t- goes and he turns on the alien machine by like doing like a hand print mm, thing. Yeah, thumb. Apparently, it can just be fingers. anyone's hand. And then Cohagen the bad guy shows up, but Milena shows up with an automatic weapon because she is the queen mm. of showing up just in time with an automatic weapon, and. And then the machine, basically suddenly there is just like a lot of wind being produced. It's like mm. a very good wind machine. So everyone's about to be blown out. They're like holding on. Yeah, it smashes the whole through thing windows. And um, yeah. Yeah, all of the windows in all of the domes start getting smashed. And it's like, oh, no, this is pretty. Like, And Kohagen gets spat out into Mars and he like his head all like explodes and his eyes puff up and it's very His gross. eyes pop out. Yeah, his tongue swells. But wait, No. Blue skies, people getting up. So basically, they were right. The machine is not bad. It actually creates an Earth-like atmosphere on Mars. Why? Because the plot needed it. Yeah. And so it's oxygen. Everyone basically. suddenly can breathe. It's oxygen. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's an oxygen machine, and Cohagen can't charge people for oxygen and air to breathe anymore. Everyone can just well, go outside now. Well, he's dead, isn't he? He's uh, his head's yeah, oh, probably well, specifically he got <laughs> his head exploded. Um, but, but also, luckily, no one can. Luckily, because Arnie and Milena, mm. their heads were starting to explode. Like their eyes popped out, and then they their was popping as well. And lucky for them, the oxygen just kind of fixed all that, and their eyes just went back some- into their heads. No burst blood vessels or any effects. They they weren't permanently permanently disfigured or anything. Like, lucky. Fine. Lucky. (laughs) I can't imagine. That was fortunate. I can't imagine if your eyes had already started to pop out of your head that they go back in so easily. And Melina survived and their heads just like unswelled and they get up and they're like, and he's like, I have a a horrible thought. I had this horrible thought that this was a dream. Just like, kiss me quick before you wake up. And yeah, they have their space pash. The yeah, spaceman end. love. So basically I was right from the start. This is a story about spaceman love. It is spaceman love. <laughs> That's the genre. Oh, what a fun ride. It was fun. Like, like it I is said, fun. twists and turns. They caught me at yeah. every, every little bump in the road. I was taken by surprise. Yeah. I missed a lot of stuff apparently. That, that made more sense on this recap. Mm. Mm. Did you enjoy yourself though? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> I hadn't watched it in years and years. And so I was just really glad that I still enjoyed, really enjoyed it myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a movie I need to watch a lot. I won't watch it for a long time now, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. Like, is it sexist? Yeah, a bit. Is it ableist? Yeah, quite a lot. Is Arnie. Probably in real life, not a great person. Well, yeah, he's yeah, got. Don't, love we don't need to get too into that. But, <laughs> but do I love his movies anyway? Yeah, yeah, I do. But Arnie, Arnie recently has been a little bit of a champion for the vaccine cause. True, I think. Yeah, 
he's redeeming himself a little bit in my book. Yeah, he's he's an interesting character because yeah, like I don't know if any of the sexual harassment on set uh, rumors have been proved, but they're pretty, you know. They're extremely plausible that he's a bit, you know, handsy and gropy and gross. Mm. He did have a baby with the housekeeper, which Mm. is, like, not great. Although I do think he also then supported them financially. So, like, it's not great, but it could be worse. Yep. Although his wife did leave him for that. I mean, I'm not his wife, so she she gets to be super mad about that. That's fair. He um, clearly is not a person that you want to have a personal relationship Mm. with. But on the other hand, he's always been stridently anti-fascist after, yeah. you know, having grown up in Austria post-war. He's yeah. been very supportive of getting the vaccine and uh, and been very vocal against people who are anti-vax. Um, and when he came to Melbourne for like one of his bodybuilding things a few years ago, mm. he rode around on the those free, like the, all those cheap rental bikes and it just yeah. delighted everybody. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? It was great. There's just a like he is, yeah, clearly a complicated and and I mean like he's a Republican. He's is, but I've I still have a real soft spot for Arn, even though he's like not a person I necessarily would want to know in real life. Mm. I've got a real soft spot for his movies. Yeah, yeah, he's me a good too. Good performer. We yeah. watched we watched my favorite Arnie movie recently. We watched uh, the <laughs> Batman and Robin. <laughs> That movie's so bad. It's so bad. We saw it at the movies. I feel like our nan. Did our nan take yeah. us? Yeah. I think it was our nan. Yeah, I think. I have our a couple nan of used really to strong... take us to, to like random movies. I've got a few movies that she randomly took us to see, like okay. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. And she, oh no, she loved yeah, Batman she and very Robin. supportive of our ninja. Batman and Robin was really good. Do you remember, I'm pretty confident she took us to Care Bears because I don't yes. remember anything about Care Bears. But do you know what I do remember about going to the movies with Nan for Care Bears? What? It was at the same time as the movie The Fly by David Cronenberg was oh. out. And I was very, I must have been four or five maybe, and I was very interested in the poster. And she's like, that is not a child-appropriate <laughs> movie. But your Uncle John said it was very good. <laughs> and I never forgot that. I, I remember never forgot that. My Care Bears going to the movies. I just remember, I don't remember anything about the movie either, but I remember standing, waiting to go into the movie and looking at the Care Bear poster. So obviously while yeah. you were looking at the fly poster, <laughs> I was looking at the Care Bear poster and that's our memory of the Care Bears movie. <laughs> and that massively influenced the people we are today. <laughs> yes. No, I never forgot that. And I got to see the fly at an, at an age appropriate age, like I think in my 20s at uni. And it is a really good movie. Oh, there you go. Uh, but it's I no it. Batman and Robin, though. See you at the party, Richter. True Lies, we is, were, True Lies oh, is up there, though, isn't it? That's True an amazing Lies is great. movie. Funny. Yeah, we, I want, yeah. I want to get more Jamie Lee Curtis into our podcast. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, we've got <gasps> Halloween coming up. Now. Oh, we do. Great so our segue. next, because um, she is the Halloween queen, isn't she? She, she is. is the she is OG the queen of Queen of Halloween. She is the original final girl. So it's my pick for ha- for our it first. Is. We're going to do two Halloweens, possibly even three. We might have a mini in there. Let us know oh, too yeah. if you enjoyed our cats mini. We're, we're planning on Please doing do. some more. Yeah, we've learnt. We've learnt. We've got to describe <laughs> what's actually happening on the screen a little bit more. 
We'll get there, guys. We're, we're still learning. We're still fresh. So that we may have a few Halloween episodes for you. Yeah. But I'm lucky to be the first. So I'm going to take us back to probably what was the first kind of thing that got me into the late 90s slasher teen movies. We're going to watch my personal fave. And I don't think I've seen it in – I don't think I've seen it since probably the early 2000s. But my personal favourite, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, my goodness. What I haven't a cast seen it since then. Too. Oh, the cast is our 90s wet dream, basically. Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm. Not Jennifer Love Hewitt. They are not the couple in it. They're coupled with no. other people. Is, is this how they met? Possibly. That's something we'll, we'll, we we'll look, look into. We will look into that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm very excited. Yeah. Oh, it's been so long. I know. Mm, yes. Halloween I've got season. stories. The, the, the trauma of watching that movie stuck with me for years, driving home late wow. at night on windy roads. But there's stories <laughs> for next time to tell you about. Oh. I can't wait. About how I swear I saw ghosts and things. There's all sorts of stories I can tell you next week to relate to this movie, Kate. It's going to be fun. Oh, I'm thrilled. <laughs> oh, so good. I'm so glad. Yes. Well, that's going to awesome. be exciting. Ooh, spooky Yay. Halloween. So, guys, get in touch with us. We're online. You can check us out at our website, youwatchedwhat.net. Email us at youwatchedwhatpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Insta as you watched what. We're on TikTok as you watched what. Our link to all of our other sites is in our bio for everything. We would love to hear from you about what you're thinking. If you have suggestions, if you want to vote for a movie, check out mm-hmm. my letterboxd and you can see what we've watched. And if you pay attention to my watching diary, you will be able to guess what's coming up next sometimes. Oh. Well, I better yeah. not look then. You shouldn't look. I like I like being surprised. I like being surprised too. It's fun. Thank you. Thanks, we guys. We love you. Thanks for we listening. We do love you. <laughs> we do. I just look, I'm feeling... Excited and loving today. <laughs> we love you. Good, good, good. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye.